to another episode of Real Education, The The Musical. Uh, We're here this week. um, You don't get get an intro this week. No, you don't. Um, I'll break it at some point and shove in the thing like I always do. Really? (laughs) (laughs) What is with you in the... I don't even. uh, The bad part is that... You are literally the one that said it, so... (laughs) You're a 12-year-old boy, but I'm the 12-year-old boy who gets what you're saying. So it's on both of us. Anyway, oh, I'm one of your hosts, So we're here to talk about another children's movie. (laughs) I'm one of your hosts, Wendy. I'm Vinny. And Mike. And this week, following up on last week's episode about Mary Poppins with our special guest star, Ashley Landavazo. This week, we all went to see Mary Poppins Poppins Returns. Returns. The Mary Poppins thing. Yeah. She was out for blood this time. <laughs> oh shit! I want that movie. Right? Yeah. Like I want her to look really elegant and dapper and just be murderizing. I wanted her to fly. Remember, I said I wanted her to fly down like Thor in Infinity um, <laughs> yeah. War, where she just comes in with all the lightning and is like, "Bah! I'm here to murder." And she does the power move land yeah. with the oh, one yeah. fist on the ground. Yes, let's do that. Yes, I want that with. Emily Blunt. I yeah. think she'd be down. Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh, she absolutely would be down. <laughs> I think she'd be down. Quite what we got this time. Not quite. Did anybody die this time? She didn't murderize anybody this I don't time. I think so. Because like that was my revelation from watching it with you last time. I think like, like she straight up a, murdered somebody. Yeah. <laughs> like all those. Not. She didn't do it. She got someone else to murder for her, which is even more sinister. Right. I don't <laughs> yeah. All of the the. Chimney sweeps that just, or the not, the other nannies that just like blew away. Oh, those! I was talking about the. the she was definitely responsible. But no, but, but about the, the Dawes Senior, oh, and that yeah. he basically laughed himself but to like, death. George Banks. She basically kills him. Just, she was just like a contract killer that shows up and then like <laughs> manipulates everyone to kill the banker man. So what? So here's the thing. So it was John Wick's car. Oh, and then then John Wick gets a phone call. It was Mary Poppins and John Wicks goes. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah! Like that's what I'm. That's what I'm. Like there's just a tear. umbrella float down outside. <laughs> <laughs> and John Wick is like, oh, oh, <laughs> like that's where my head is. Anyway, so yeah, we're going to talk about Mary Poppins Return. I honestly can't remember why we kept most of this stuff to begin with. That kite. We used to love flying that with mother and father. Those days are long behind me. That's why I live and breathe. Who came back? You seem hardly to have aged at all. Really? One never discusses a woman's age, Michael. Would have hoped I taught you better. What brings you here after all this time? Same thing that brought me the first time. I've come to look after the bank's children. Us? Oh, yes, you too. We're about to lose our home. Everything's fallen to pieces since your mother... 
famous mother. Nothing's gone forever, only out of place. It's a good thing you come along when you did, Mary Poppins. So you've been off filling the children's heads with stuff and nonsense. You've forgotten what it's like to be a child. possible even the impossible off we go which is basically just mary poppins returning right. again <laughs> again like the beats are Everything. all Matt, so almost like yeah um, and, but i don't give a i don't, I don't fucking care either fuck. um actually yeah. i think the you're not the beats, the emotional beats are the same, but there is a lot more emotional depth. Yeah. Um, I do think there's still a lot of emotional depth to the original in terms of a father remembering. Oh, for sure. I mean, more family. along the lines of just like, here you have the chimney sweep song. Yes. Here you have the lamplighter song. Here's here, the animated bit. Yeah, exactly. Like well, yeah. everything is kind of pre- instead of. Um, well, that's um, what I meant by emotional beats. The yeah, emotional yeah. beats are pretty much. Like, and then we're going to have a fun number that does this, and then we're going to do a yeah. thing like this. And, and then and instead of Uncle Albert, we're going to have Topsy. Exactly. Um, yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, so good. But the... We're just pretty much going to have to go through beat by beat, though, yeah. and like, talk about each because it's it's all great. It's... Okay. <laughs> so we have to start. It opens with Lin-Manuel Miranda, and that just made my heart happy. Also, Who's, I, uh, by the way, adorable. He's like, he's, so- He's just like the cutest person on the planet. I, <laughs> I'm glad. I, so I, I, I he's my imaginary best friend. He's yeah, my imaginary BFF. I think he's a lot of people's. Imaginary I know, but <laughs> it's real. It's real for me. My real imaginary best friend. Like everybody else thinks they're BFFs imaginarily with him, but I am like, like seriously, he's my daydream BFF. <laughs> I, I won't take that away. Um, by the way, you. I don't know if you noticed, but sitting right next to me, the cutest gay couple, and they were. Giggling and clapping. Oh, there was like, a lot of noise they, coming oh, from I your end. I just heard it was you like, clapping. No, I, I had these two. I mean, part of it was. Oh, oh, I was totally clapping. And so was Teddy and so was Chris. But, oh, and the two women behind me, too. Yeah, they were real into it. They were it. real into yeah. it. And I was super, ha- super happy with that. And I just had a kid, too, down for me who kept asking his dad questions. And instead of his dad being like, watch the movie, he would like turn to him and like explain what happened in the previous <laughs> movie. I'm like, Shut the you fuck up. Yeah. <laughs> That's really frustrating. Also, whisper. Yeah. Also, yeah. Also, Man. like, just shut up. Raspberry! <laughs> like, because every once in a while, Teddy will ask a question, but Teddy knows to whisper it to me, and she also knows that sometimes I'm just going to be like, honey, just watch the movie and we'll talk about it after. <laughs> like, so you guys have that, all the fun mouth. around you. I had, we had a, a woman that was just like coughing up a lung. <laughs> and also the whole time. very loudly chuckling. And that. <laughs> <laughs> it was quite a belly laugh, yes. I feel like I just stereotyped the two gay dudes next to me, but they weren't like 
flamey, but they were just so into it really as adults. It. I mean, and we it was charming. Really yeah, into it. it was well, so it was charming. Really <laughs> <into it. laughs> And I feel like they probably were Hamilton fans too. Like you can just tell other theater people. You're right. like, I get the vibe off you right there. So yeah, it opens with Lin Manuel singing a solo. And I'm glad. Like so, I went in intentionally, like pretty blind. Like I, we talked about it a little bit. I think where when I first heard that it was going to happen, my my knee jerk reaction was like, why do yeah. they need another one? But then when I saw who was in it, I was like, okay, well, so I'll give it a chance. But I haven't seen like any of the trailers. I haven't been following it. I actually did not know Rob Marshall directed it. Yeah. Like, yeah, I didn't know that either. Like, and then the credits roll, I didn't know Colin Firth or Meryl Streep were in it. Which I'm glad they did not spoil in the credits. But so I was... Which they... Yeah, they didn't have that in the opening yeah. credits. Name which was interesting. But or, she's yeah. in... Both of them are in the trailers. Oh, which I had. I have not. I have. I have. Like I have really been avoiding trailers. So spoilers. By the way, I watched them. Oh (laughs) yeah. Well, I mean, you should have seen this by now. But highway (laughs) to the spoiler zone. Like you shouldn't. Like we're gonna talk about Mary fucking Poppins returns. You're gonna find out shit. Yeah. Like don't listen if you're not ready to hear. None of this is huge spoiler territory yet, but we are going to go through it. So like, if you haven't seen it, we're gonna talk about the goddamn movie. So we love for you to listen to the podcast. Podcast, but maybe put us on a back burner till you see the movie because uh, you should really just watch it. Take, uh, take this episode into the movie with you and play it. <laughs> oh, what could go wrong? <laughs> yes, just... on your phone, on speaker. Like <laughs> this is the director's commentary. <laughs> like, <laughs> no, put it alongside. No, be fine. No, and then uh, yeah, just tell us how that works out for you. <laughs> no. uh, not. <laughs> no, no, we're not. Gonna, we're not going to recommend that. Like Lin Manuel would, my BFF Lin Manuel okay. would yell at me. Okay, before we even talk about how the movie opens, so we saw it at Alamo, of course, and they do a no talking PSA that has Lin and Emily in it. Uh-huh. And then Disney always is doing these things now where they have like the either either the leads or the director, like yeah. just for like a wrinkle in time, they had Ava DuVernay right. do it, mm-hmm. where they kind of introduce the movie and stuff. And so you get. Lynn and Emily again, and so by the time the movie starts, I'm already like buzzing. I know, right? Um, because they're so because cute. their no you talking PSA them. is really, really adorable. You could tell the two of them really enjoy. Yeah, they love. They like, look like working being, together. Being I kind of roles, but also being like friends. working together. Yeah, yeah. I, I know. Especially like during the no talking PSA, I was like, I want to just watch hours of them fucking around with this rotary phone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That PSA is definitely is easily found on YouTube or anywhere you Okay. I, 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 have, I didn't watch it, but I saw it continue. Oh, yeah. And I'll put it in the see. show notes for the nobody who ever goes to the webpage it to see. We'll probably it. post it on our social. <laughs> uh, because it's great. It's adorable. And the two of them are just super cute together. So um yeah, that was our that was great. And then the movie opens and the first thing you see is Lynn. Sing this song I didn't really love. I, I mean, it's okay. Yeah, it's not like the first couple songs. I was like, oh, is this what we're gonna get? It's yeah. it's a good intro. I mean, like it's a, no, but it I mean, opens it structurally it structurally does what it needed to do. It's not the best it does sound because it's the like London sky, sky. but London it's also sky, the theme like, is you need to be looking up, and it's yeah. like he like the last verse is even like if like what are you missing because you never look right up? Yeah. just. Musically, I didn't love it. No, it's just, it's okay. And then it's there was more um, I don't remember what the next song was, but it wasn't super. Oh, it's a Ben Wishaw's song when he's in the attic. Don't you diss that song? I did not really care for that. Don't song. diss it. It really touched me. I yeah, I really liked that. 
Not like he sings. I, Hi, BB. I like what he's, this for the podcast. Like BB has sing. opinions as well. Yes, I like what like the themes of the song and stuff. It's just the song itself. I was kind of like, okay. He like he performed it so yeah. well, though. I was in that moment with him and it was very emotional. I was like, I was not expecting to get teary eyed. <laughs> I mean, I was expecting to love this movie, but I didn't expect to like be all like, Oh shit, I have a heartstring and you've pulled it. Yeah. <laughs> but I just, like, I thought it was very, they were, yeah, I, I enjoyed it. They weren't bad. Like those first two, I just kind of, I was like, is this, are we going to get something maybe a little better than this? Because, like, I wasn't really super you are into not, either, Well, so. you're not super into ballads generally. Sometimes I am. I, oh, I like Mary Poppins' ballad in this one. The, in the, where the lost things go. Yeah, yeah. that was really good. That's a good one. That's, by the way, the stay awake beat. Yes, exactly. <laughs> I'm like, I know what number um, this is. And then, but, um, we can slow this down or whatever, but, um, when Mary Poppins shows up and gets her first song is when I was finally like on board. It's her, um, the bath time song. Yeah. It's basically spoonful of sugar. Yeah. Like it's that beat here. And, uh, that song is delightful. Oh, I'm (laughs) so happy with it. Can you imagine that? I love, I love her performance. I, she smiles more than, uh, Julie Andrews. Yeah, it's very coy. Like it feels. Yeah, but it's never just "Hi, I'm happy to be with you." It's very, I'm very pleased with myself. Yeah, she feels a lot more playful. Yes, um, and warmer, I think, uh, to everybody. Where it doesn't feel as much. I talked about last week about her like gaslighting the kids about stuff uh-huh. that feels more playful in this movie, where it's like. Well, of course that didn't happen because that is impossible. And like, well, because Billy Andrews plays in a completely straight face, like, no, what are you and talking very about? Crazy, yeah. Well, and a part of that too is because it's in a slightly different time period. It's later, mm-hmm. yeah. So the Edwardian period, having a nanny was. I mean, you you didn't raise your own kids. Your nanny raised your kids, right. and now it's a good what. I mean, they're adults. So. 30 years later, I probably. Thinking, yeah, probably, at, at least. Yeah. Right? So now we're now into like the 1930s, 1940s, right? Yeah, 1940s, based on 40s, the clothes. Yeah. Um, so in the 40s, you don't have a nanny. And so if you do, like just the social structures are different because in the, in the 1900s, the nanny was very much the taskmaster, like the taskmistress. She was going to be a lot more of an authority figure. Yeah. yeah. And so I, I'm just, I feel like it, if she had come in and played it, it with, in that way, it would have been very jarring because that's also not their social class anymore either. I mean, I love both performances. Yeah. It just really, really stood out to me, especially having watched it so recently and being kind of surprised because I haven't seen it since I was, you know, a teenager and go like the original one, um, watching it last week, being very surprised at kind of how cold yeah. Mary is for a lot of it. I didn't remember that. And then in this either. one, she's very, and she has, um, there's moments where she watches the kids figure, which I love these beats mm-hmm. where she watches the kids or she listens to the kids working things out. And you see this sort of like pride on her face mm-hmm. that I really, I love those moments so much. 
Um, yeah, watching watching last week, watching the original, not any complaints about it, but it's funny. Her character is actually very, like, very closed off mostly. Yeah, like very detached. As yeah. yeah. And, and she, and I'm like, it's not that it's a bad performance, but I, either there's, she's doing such a good job with all the layers or I'm doing the work for her watching it. But like, <laughs> yeah. I have a lot more emotional attachment than what I'm actually seeing here as yeah. an adult, but I still fucking love that movie. I also think, uh, I, I wonder what it would, well, we had somebody here who hadn't seen it until they were an adult and she loved it too. But, uh, it's just, I wonder what, those feelings about Mary would be, cause we didn't really talk about that with her, like kind of how she sees Mary. Um, because I think as a kid, it's really easy to get trapped up in, um, all this fantastic stuff that's happening. And that's what you think about when you think about the movie, you don't think about like, Oh, she's kind of mean to the kids. <laughs> well, because she shows up and it's just like whimsy and magic, and she's like, but imagination. it's also which is why it works too, is because it's like all this weird stuff, and she's very calm. Yeah, like just well, and I mean that was the expectation of a nanny at that time yeah. is that she's going to be very much in charge, and so she's doing everything. She's got the appearance of being the typical nanny. It's just that what she's in charge of is come along, we're going to jump into this painting now. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but let's talk about Mary Poppins Returns. Yes. It's okay though. We can keep talking about like the, the yeah, yeah. We're gonna go back and forth a bunch. Um, what is Julie Walters' character? Ellen. She is. Yeah. I'm. Tr- I was trying to figure out whether they were making her the the cook or the maid because she very clearly that's supposed to be one of the same characters. Right. Because she says to Mary, "Oh, hi, Mary Poppins," and she yeah. doesn't even blink an eye. She recognizes her. So good. Yeah. Julie Walters is always good. She's I mean, I wonderful. love her and everything. She's fucking Molly Weasley. I mean, come on. <laughs> but I, I, I put her in my head simply because of her build as more the maid character because the cook was taller mm-hmm. in the original movie. And older, too. Yeah. If you're going to speak, speak up. You might as well join this episode, honey. Also, I love her... Uh, it's a very similar character to the character she plays in Paddington, like yeah. where she's kind of the older, the older woman in the house who is kind of like, this is all weird shit. She's a little uh, dotty, but it's kind of like, eh, this is, these things happen. And she just kind of rolls with it. And I love that character so, so much. And kind of both oh, David Wisham. Speaking of Paddington, Ben Wishaw, pa- pardon me. <laughs> <laughs> you get to take the penis out. <laughs> I don't know where my brain went with that. I don't know. But Ben Wishaw, thank you. I know that name. I don't know what's wrong with me. Also, it's been a long week. Um, Ben Wishaw, I could just, uh, he's really a great emotional core for the movie. He is. He's very good. Um, And from from the moment he had the little, you know, the the song in the attic for for his wife, I mean, from there, it was like, okay, I'm on board for. Like, and the stretch, so the plot being that, he took out money while his wife was dying and now things have gone south and they're going to repossess the house and you've got five days to figure this shit out. So he's under the stress of losing the house. He, he, he and his kids miss his, his wife, their mother. He doesn't like, he misses being an artist because now he's trying to be a breadwinner. There's all this stress. And then the kids being kids every once in a while, he just snaps. It's like, Oh dude, 
this is probably magical for children, but as an adult who's a parent, I'm like, oh, you are just nailing it. Damn it. <laughs> this, this is both rough and beautiful at the same time. Uh, it's also funny because, like, last week I watched The Lobster, and he's in that as the guy that fakes – he has the limp and fakes the nosebleeds by smashing himself in the face. And uh, so that was what was on my brain going into this, and it was kind of – because that's the only thing I really, like – that's what I think of when I think of seeing him. Like, his voice, I'm like, oh, you're Paddington, but, like, that. And so I was like, oh, this is such such a – Vastly different character. Isn't he in the James Bond movies? Yeah, he's Q. Yeah. In the newer ones. Yeah. yeah. Bit by bit, putting it together. Sure. Well, that's what I think of him. That's where I think of him. I've seen those. Which, so let me tell you, Spectre, let me tell you about my head cannon with Paddington, who's Q. Like, that's, a, <laughs> that's a whole. <laughs> it's an amazing movie trilogy, let me tell you in yeah. my head. Um, so Mary, yeah. So let's talk about the Mary Poppins. I feel, I feel like Ben. Uh, I feel like his mustache needs a mention too. <laughs> I'm just saying, it was a wonderful mustache. It is an impressive use of not pedophile mustache. Yeah, yeah. Actually, <laughs> on anyone else, I think it would have been nothing but a pedophile mustache. But for some reason, it but works. He works it, yeah. yeah. He's really interesting. He's very thin. Yes. Yeah. Like very reedy sort of build to him. <laughs> Um, and he's wearing these, like, it's a style of the time, but they're very big clothes on him. It's the 40s, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So everything kind of bags off of him. But what's well, like the shirt? Everything like, looks like, great, too. Like the shirt is oh. spilling out of the vest. But like, the, vest the first thing like you see him wearing thin. is this. this uh, oh, who's the costumer? It's Powell. Sandy Powell? Susan? Sandy? Oh. No. <laughs> David <laughs> Wisham. remembered a name. I did. Uh, but he's wearing, like, this white shirt with like stripes that's buttoned up and a tie and this green cardigan over it. And I was kind of like, man, I wish Texas wasn't so hot. Cause I could, I could do that look. <laughs> uh, did you notice that green was very definite, a definite color palette for specifically the banks, him and his children, not so much his sister. His, his sister, sister had in, a lot of green, she, but she, green was, she was more yellow, yellow and yes, yeah, chartreuse. Yeah. And I was like, I, I, I love a good color palette. Like, yes, go ahead. no, it's not realistic, but yes, give me that fantastical thing of like, please color code my characters for me so I can keep track of them. Right. Uh, everything. And I, I mentioned this to Jenny as we were walking out of the theater. I was like, everything in this movie, all of the costumes are amazing and they're all, but they're all like wool. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I was like, Oh, those look great. I could I could wear any of that one oh, day a year coat. in Texas. Her coat and the ple- the pleating and the the double the Mary's bre- coat. Yeah, and the, the, the cuts and the, the, the seams. Yeah. Oh, and the, the gloves. black gloves oh. with the white polka dots. Yeah, like I, oh, I didn't notice them until they go upside down and yeah. she's on her fingers. And I was just like, those gloves. I wish I kind of wish Wendy was sitting next to me at that point because I was oh. gonna be like. So Sandy Powell is the costumer. She did uh, Shakespeare in Love, the live-action Cinderella, uh, Wonderstruck, the favorite. um, Favorite? Yeah. (laughs) Wolf of Wall Street, Hugo, Shutter Island. Yeah. Like, I saw her name, and I'm like, I know you. You do great costumes, and I'm super excited to see what you're going to put people in. And also, I love love that the sister, Jane – um, 
she was nothing but suits, like pantsuits. Yeah. And they were those wonderful 40s, like Catherine Hepburn pants. They were real good. And I'm like, oh, yes, that is totally what I'd wear in that era. That she fir- looks so smart. That first one she has, that's like, uh, it's like, it's green with like orange, I think, stripes. Yeah, yeah. And then she has like the green vest over it. And I was just like, yes, that is amazing. Um, also, I just I love Emily Mortimer. I think she's great. Oh, she's so charming. Her face um, is so they pussy-ish. do. They they were very smart to only let her sing like one line because she's not great. Yeah, <laughs> like she sings in the last song, and I was like, oh, that's why you've been quiet. <laughs> David Warner is the uh, is it David Warner? Am I getting the first name right? As the as the admiral? Is it Ben Wishaw? <laughs> Shut up! I have problems. I don't know true. his name, but I definitely recognized him. Um, do, do, do. David Warner. It is David Warner. Um, he's of course uh, from Time Bandits. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah yeah yeah. Okay. And I knew I recognized him from somewhere. And, and uh, Tron. Yeah. Like he's the big bad guy in Tron, and, and he's. Just, I'm like, look at you being charming. I always think of you as a villain, but I believe you. It's okay. Oh, there's so many. Ah, and oh, and Angela. I'm sorry. I'm looking at the cast now, and I'm just beaming again. How also, adorable I was like, Georgie, the little boy? Yeah, he was a moppet. <laughs> so, in the closing credits, they did. They show. Uh, they're like everybody gets their title, their title card during there, and they go like special appearance by Dick Van Dyke, and they kind of like. Rearrange the letters. The same and I, way they do in the original movie. But but I wish it had gone from like penis fine lesbian and then they start rearranging the letters and it smells out Dick Van Dyke. Penis fine lesbian. That would have been great for us. So I really want to like, hey kids, have your parents tell you what this means. <laughs> um I want to call out Mark Shaman, the composer. He did a really good job matching the style of music mm-hmm. of the Sherman brothers. Mm-hmm. Because they still used a lot of the Sherman Brothers original music themes and weaving those in meant that the music he was writing needed needed to flow in the same tonal right. range. And I was I was on board. I'm like, you're doing a great job. These songs yes, I can believe that Richard and Bobby wrote these. <laughs> it just immediately brought to mind uh, Mary Poppins number in the uh, in the bowl. Yes. Oh, I couldn't possibly D flat major. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she, had, she had some great moments. I also love like, Mary Poppins. How much do you weigh? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, her face. Yeah, is her reactions were so good in that, in that moment. Um, also, I so I didn't realize the horse in the animated sequence is Robert Baratheon from Game of Thrones. <laughs> Mark Eddy. And well, yeah, and the the coachman is Chris O'Dowd. It's Chris O'Dowd, yeah. <laughs> I recognized his voice immediately. I was yeah. trying to figure out. I was like, I know the horse. I, I recognized his voice, but I was, I couldn't place it until I saw it in the credit. I'm like, Chris O'Dowd. Yeah, yeah. There it is. <laughs> Duh. And I love that they made the wolf Colin Firth. Yeah. Yes. Like, I, it's interesting. There's a whole part of me like, so is is the animated sequence like some sort of psychological, like pulling out what they've psychologically noticed already? Well, I like that it kind of tie, I mean, it ties the whole idea together. It's like, you know, she's mostly just letting them kind of work, the, the kids work through things. And mm-hmm. so you're, you know, it's it's not explicitly stated whether like... Yeah, she doesn't come to their rescue when they're on the runaway Yeah, thing. and like he wakes up from a nightmare and like how much of it was, you know, like them actually playing or was it him just, you know, like not having, having the actual nightmare? 
Um, but all three kids had the same nightmare. Yeah. So it's like, but I don't, I, I think it's kind of meant to be ambiguous. And I like that it, in some ways they just left it like that. Like, because they're all feel, they're all feeling that same kind of dread about what's going to happen to the house. And <laughs> the wolf is the embodiment of him. Cause they haven't, they, I don't think they knew no, they the banker no. at that point. So, um, but yeah, and there was even a parallel of in the first movie, Michael says she's tricky. Yeah. And in this one, she's a, a tough, tough one. Yeah, she's tough a tough nut, nut or something. Yeah. I'm like, aha, I see what you did there. Oh, and then so when the bath bubbles number, when they're swimming and sweeping, did we all notice them all flying in Peter Pan formation up and over? <laughs> yeah. I was like, I see what you did there. Yeah. I see that. I don't so, even like Peter Pan, and I still saw that. <laughs> So yeah, that's circling all the way back yeah. now to that we number. Got back to that um, number. What we're just gushing. It's it's yeah, yeah. I know. I was like, maybe we should have some sort of structure to this. Yeah. Uh, you say that like we have structure. That number is <laughs> just that's the moment fine. where I just really started to fall in love with the movie. Uh, with your cute little outfit, the swimming little outfit. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, she was. Yeah, she was in the the old style swimming yeah. costume, yes. bathing costume. Excuse me. But yes, she tells all the children that they have to take baths, and they said we've gotten we got baths, or we usually take baths at night. And she was like, "You take a bath when you're dirty, basically." And you guys are filthy, you so you're gonna have a damn bath now. I thought it's best to take a bath when are you, you need to, a wash. Are you gonna take a bath? Don't be silly. I took a bath this morning. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and so she's singing as she's preparing the bath. I mean, she's preparing the bath. She's just throwing bullshit into the bath. Pulling it out of the, the carpet bag. Out of the carpet out bag. Of the out of the She pulls an umbrella out of the sink. Like, yes. a, like a beach umbrella out of the sink. Um, and, and she just throws those kids like head first into the, into the bath. Uh, she... Well, they no, first, no. first she puts in Georgie no, feet first. Yes. But then the older boy, whose name I do not remember. John. The one, John. Okay. He and looks he's like, like baby Whoa. Adam Driver. He does. And right. he like, <laughs> Those ears, yeah. and he's like, oh no, Georgie went in there and he goes in head first to find him and falls in. And then, uh, the daughter, Annabelle. Annabelle. Yeah, sure. She's like, what the shit? And so she jumps in to save them. And then Mary Poppins Just is takes like, her time. Mary Poppins is like, my turn. Wipes off the seat. Yeah. She turns around and goes down backwards. That's what I like. She's like, yeah. Woo-hoo. Uh, yeah, it's great. And, and, and then you know, see all of this. And then you get to see all of the stuff that she put in there, shows up, you know, they end up in the pirate ship. Well, and, and the Admiral shows up. That was yeah. funny. He's like, hello. <laughs> Men overboard. Yeah. That's, uh, but uh, going like that, what we were talking about, or what I was talking about with the uh, the bowl scene too, like how all of it is like both fantasy and reality in some way. Like mm-hmm. obviously they weren't they weren't all in this giant bath, but it's like how much of it is truly happening or their pure imagination. She's just like, you know giving them lots of drugs. I think it's yeah, all real. She's yeah. just dosing them. Dose. It's all real. That's what I was like. That was really just yeah. LSD. Um, no, they actually went and swam in the sea and shit. <laughs> well, and let's talk about her appearance. Oh, kind of we, we right skipped over right over that. that. That's really good. Because the kite escapes. <laughs> Georgie finds the kite. The kite goes up. It's, it's the kite from the him, first movie. Him away. It's yeah. pulling him up into the air when Lin-Manuel grabs him. Jack. Yes. He grabs him and pulls him down, and then he's pulling on the kite string. A cloud goes over it, and then now that they're pulling... There's Mary Poppins holding onto the tail of a kite. I'm like, oh, that's perfect. Yeah. It is and so it's, perfect. And it's a kite from the first movie, cause, mm-hmm. and it has the... Um, votes for women. Votes for women uh, sash on it and everything. Yep. 
Um, which also I liked how they made uh, Emily Mortimer a like labor uh-huh. organizer instead yes. of a suffragette. Right. <laughs> I was like, I see what you did. That's perfect. Yeah. Uh, and that opening, like when they're when the lawyers are at the door and they're all daffy and running around, I'm like, that's perfect. Like yeah. that whole scene of everybody moving in and out, it's perfect. Like slapstick and and screwball comedy farce there, and I'm I just. I loved that scene. And she comes down out of the clouds. Mary Poppins as I live and breathe. I feel like his accent got better the longer the movie went, which is weird because <sighs> they shoot out of order. Maybe you just got more accustomed to it as it, as it went. Well, a part of it is when you know that's not his accent. It's very jarring for a bit because uh, you know what Lin-Manuel Miranda actually sounds like. <laughs> and I'm like, I don't buy you as a cognate because I know you're not. You're a Hispanic boy. But meanwhile, Emily Blunt can do any accent, and I'm on board for it. So, like, I don't care. <laughs> yeah. Like, she can do an American accent, and I'm cool. She does her normal British accent, and I'm cool. Then she does this Julie Andrews impression, and I'm still cool with it. <laughs> Except that apparently, um, in an interview, she said she didn't watch the original movie. She read the books to try to get back to the vibe, and she and she just fell in love with how sassy. Mary Poppins was, which she's, she certainly she got that very, down. She, got she that has very well, so yeah. many good one-liners that <laughs> like there's, we'll get to it, but the, the climax of the movie with the clock and she's like, like it's their first time doing this or something <laughs> like that. I was just like, I love you so I much. I like when she walks into the house and it's Michael and Jane now as adults and they're like, oh, and they recognize her immediately. I love that. They're just like immediately like, Oh my God, it's Mary Poppins. And his mouth is open. Michael, we are still not a couple. <laughs> yeah. Like, ah, yeah. What does he say to her? Like, you haven't aged a bit or something. <laughs> she's like, you bar- no, you barely aged a day. <gasps> you never mention a woman's age. <laughs> I thought I taught you better manners than that. Because the implication that she's even aged one day is unacceptable. Like, you barely aged a day. Um, <laughs> but I do like when uh, she first comes down and Jack, Jack, yeah sees her and the first thing he says is that like she's as beautiful as ever or something. She turns over and is just like, I am. (laughs) Thank you for noticing. Um, yeah. Oh, she's so charming. Those clothes are so great. The colors of them too. It's a really nice updating of the original look. Yes. Um, so then everything she wore. Yeah. They come back to the, they come back to the nursery and they have their argument over the bowl, whether they're going to sell it. They break that's the bowl. Li- that's, that's after they. That's after the bath. The bath. Yes, that's right. pretty much the next sequence. Is this? Oh, and they're they're looking for the certificates of the stock. They had stock in oh, the yeah. bank. If we can just find the certificates, everything oh, yeah. will they be have fine. To have proof so that they won't. And you see Georgie possessed. mend the kite, and as soon as he does, you're like, well, obviously. Yeah, I mean, as soon blank. as he, and he <laughs> takes the like the one piece of paper that has a drawing on it, and he holds it like. I bet that's not going to be important later. Yeah. <laughs> what? Clearly, it's going to be. Anyway, so they break the bowl that they were going to sell, and so they go into the bowl to try to fix it, and that is when they get the best costumes. Oh, yeah. Um, yes. So they go in this. They're already the costumes are already really good when they first show up because they are. They're. I thought they were all animated. But they're actual costumes they are, that are designed to look animated, yeah. and they're fucking they awesome. They are fabric that has been painted to look like it's yeah. drawn. Yeah, and it's and like especially what the kids are wearing. Like the bowl is made. It's out, like, amazing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The kids' costumes are great. 
I would. I would. Yeah, yeah. It does look very much like, like the style of Lord fucking of the best best costume Oscar nomination. Please, like, yeah. you've got to give her at least a nom. Probably even like give it just give it to her. And if she also did the favorite, just like here, you were amazing this year. Yeah, yeah. you killed everything. You're gonna win one way or another. Uh, just, you get it saying. for that scene, and then for everything Rachel Vice wears yeah. in the favorite. Oh, <laughs> giraffe, yes. Um, so yeah, but then like and oh and her. Her pink and white striped painted on yes. dress with the bustle and the I'm just like, it's what very good. are you wearing? It's amazing. Um, she and, and Lynn get a oh, I mean, go ahead. Lynn's first suit pink. Oh, it's is my favorite. Which one? Oh, the green like vest under the Yes. Yeah, so yeah. great. So they originally go into the bowl just to fix the carriage. They fix the carriage. There it's fixed. Let's go. And I'm she, like, you did not put on that. It's like fixed. Uh, <laughs> quotes. What is it that she and her takes? Scarf. It's a scarf yeah. that she ties around the wheel. Well, but I love the idea that they went into the bowl just to do that. And now I'm in this amazing outfit. So we're just going to leave. And I'm like, you are not going to leave while you're aware. You did yeah. not wear that long enough. Right. Oh, let's have a carriage ride. Oh, all right. Let's go to the, if you insist children, let's go to the music hall. And I'm like, this is going great. And they sing this great song about the music hall. Uh, it's all Lynn and, and Emily, which is like anytime the two, it's just the two of them singing. Uh, I'm well, like, yeah, lyrical rhythm in that part in the carriage was just I don't remember the words now but I just I just know they were singing about the hall and I was like oh all they're doing is singing about going to this place but I'm in love with everything that's happening right now it's so great Um, then they get there and it's a big open space and there's nothing there and what the hell Mary Poppins where is this yeah like seriously like so there's a music make, hall here. Make something magical happen. Oh, and so, me. <laughs> so she just takes her umbrella and spins it, and all of a sudden the, the hall appears, and it's animated, and uh, they're all still. It's great. They're all still in their costumes. Um, Jack, is, or their their costumes they were already wearing. They were wearing before. Jack um, gets on stage, and of course he's the MC of the thing. <laughs> um, he pulls Mary up, and then. They start to sing. Oh no! It, let's not go past her great line that that Vinny also already referenced. The whole Mary sing for us. Oh no, I couldn't. Oh Mary, yeah, yeah, Mary sing. No, no, I po- couldn't possibly. D flat major. <laughs> and then she goes behind a screen, starts singing, and then the screen floats, flies up out of the way, and she's in a completely new outfit, a classic musical outfit with it's, a bowler yeah. and the everything. Spats. Like, I was okay. Now let's talk about this time. number for a bit. I was actually surprised at how much double entendre. Yeah, made, yeah, yeah. Given that it's a they went all in for family it. Yeah, movie. I was, surprised. I was like, what? Where there's a whole lot of like wink, wink, nudge, nudge going on there here. There is. Which I found delightful, but it did bring me out a little bit of like, oh, I wasn't prepared for Mary Poppins to make that kind of a joke. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But it is a music hall number, so it's an entirely appropriate type of, and their choreography is just delightful. And they've it's got the penguins. Really the penguins good. show up, yeah. Um, and that's the, yeah, the penguins come out and sing with them. Um, I keep wanting to call him Bert. Jack comes out <laughs> and he's wearing a matching suit. Oh, and when she sees him, she's like, oh, how's Bert? Oh, he's off traveling the world. I love that they even like just a line in there of like, what's up with Bert? He's off traveling. I was just glad he wasn't. (laughs) No. (laughs) Because like everybody else is dead. And so I was like, but not Bert, right? No, Bert is traveling the world having adventures, clearly. Right. 
Um, and yes, yeah, so Jack comes out wearing a matching suit that amazing pink and purple. It's it's uh, is this? And then he gets a wonderful. Is that the bowler hat? Yeah. 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 Okay. So Mary also has a like bot. She looks like um. She looks like she's in. She looks like she's Cabaret. Chicago. Yeah. Like, Cabaret or Chicago. <laughs> I was thinking yeah. she looks like. Is it Velma in? Uh uh-huh. in, She has that like same haircut and it's Dark, so great. Bob, straight straight hair Bob, and it with does the bowler like, too. Yeah. yeah, I'm like I love this whole look. Chris immediately was like, I want those matching costumes for Convergence this year. <laughs> and I'm like, those would be hard to make, but I'm on board with trying. Yeah. Because I want that outfit too. They are one. Those oh, are the, like, so by far the best. I mean, they're all of the costumes are good. Those are my favorite costumes. Well, that like, number was amazing. Yeah. You also get, Lynn gets to do a little bit of rap in it. Little little patter. I would not call that rap because it's because in the structure, it's more um, traditional Broadway patter. Um, there's a different, there's a different syncopation to rap. Well, there's a couple of lines that, like, yeah. where he does it like that. And I was like, Oh, this sounds like it could be. And then it doesn't really give you into the, but like, it was enough to like, give me that little taste. That I was well, like, it's like, it's <laughs> Lin-Manuel Miranda. Miranda. Let's yeah. give him, let's give the people a little bit of what they're yeah, looking yeah, yeah, for. Yeah. There it is. Okay. Let's move on. Look at everything else he can do. All he used to do is smile. And you're like, oh, so I was, love that Julie Walters just kept calling him that handsome. Yeah. Street <laughs> like, oh, she was all about yeah, him and Emily Mortimer, like hooking up. She's like, get on that la- handsome lamp ladder over there, girl. Get on that. I know when Emily Mortimer gets on the bike and she's like, where do I grab on? I was like, mm-hmm. <laughs> Jack knows where. Yeah. Grab the bars. Yeah, he's like the handlebars. I'm like, it's penis. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I'm going to ride this bike to Bone Town. <laughs> you get to take the penis out. Uh, anyway, we're worried about all the double entendres. <laughs> that was in the movie. I'm used to it coming from my just- No, he's yeah, he straight up says it. He's like, we're taking this bike to Bone Town. They it sang the whole song. It, yeah. it was like adorable, and there were penguins in it. But yeah, taking the bike to Bone Town. Um, yeah, I really do. I like that number. Um, then they, the kids. Oh, so Georgie has a stuffed animal that uh, it disappears. Jilly? Something, it was a giraffe. I don't remember this. I think it's Jilly. Yeah. It disappears. Gilly. Gilly. Turns out the the giant rat man took it. The wolf. Wolf. Wolf man. (laughs) I thought he was like a rat at first. I know. I did not see him as a wolf either. But he started calling him the wolf, and I'm like, okay, I guess he's a wolf. Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't until, like, because he's the one that's, like, letting people in, right? Yeah, he's the, like, ticket to And it wasn't until, like, he, like, Right after Mary Poppins says, like, don't go near the edge. And then he gets that kind of, like, menacing look on his face. So that's when it, like, actually looked like a wolf. I didn't. But even then, it was like, kind of I couldn't. Like a rat. Yeah, like, I couldn't <laughs> yeah. really tell. And then they reference, then he calls him a wolf. He's an later. anthropomorphic. Sure, okay. Guys, he's an anthropomorphic animal. Animated animal. Like, he's a thing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's fine. Um. Yeah, so they have a chase that's kind of whatever. I thought it was fun, but, like. I'm glad it didn't go on that long because I was like, yeah, this is boring. <laughs> well, and Georgie's in danger, but his siblings come to rescue him. Mm-hmm. Mary Poppins is nowhere to be found. She just lets the kids like fly off into danger. They wake up. It's a nightmare. They're feeling sad, missing their mom. And that's when she sings the uh, stay awake slash feed the birds um, beat. Yes. 
Uh, what is that called? The, 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 where the lost things go. But I mean, that's Something, the refrain. Yeah. yeah, the place where lost things go. It's a super sweet song. Oh my god! And she does a great job with it. Yeah, I liked that moment a lot. What comes next after that? Um, so Topsy. the next day they go to yeah. Topsy the, to, to, to the, next, the next day is when which is Meryl fucking Streep having a great time who is just chewing <laughs> cigarette oh did in you the notice her way. necklace of like pencils yeah. and brushes yeah. I was like the costume design for her too I was like oh and this oh my god the set design and set decoration the art department like had a great time in her place too yeah. that was magical yeah that's a really it's the the t- something about turtle, uh, turning turtle, like topsy turvy. That it's turtle day. Uh, oh, turning, like the turning second, turtle. Turning turtle. Yeah, like the second Wednesday is everything's upside down. She, yes. her, she goes upside down. Yeah. Apparently, and like the choreography. They were having a really good time with the like spinning chandelier. Yeah. Uh, going. I just remembered what I was going to say about the uh, uh, book is not a cover thing was you talked about the choreography in that. And what's really funny about that is I was watching, there's a video that uh, Lin-Manuel Miranda did about um, Broadway slang. And uh, it was for some site somewhere. And he's giving all of this like Broadway slang and stuff. And one of them is Park and Bark, which is... <laughs> you don't, you'd never heard that? I never heard that. But it was he was like, you know, that's for basically when you get tout like... We talk about with Jeremy Jordan in mm-hmm. Newsies. He doesn't really dance, so they just put him here and go sing for a bit, then get the fuck out of the way so that the dancers can come in. And he was like, if you're not really a dancer, and he points at himself, he's like, you do a lot of park and bark. He's actually pretty good dancing yeah. in this. I mean, it's not anything super complicated that he's doing, but I was still like, oh, you're so cute. You actually can dance. So. No, he did a good <laughs> job. I was like, I'm like, well, I mean, I saw him in Hamilton, and he keeps up in Hamilton for what he is required to do. Yeah. Um, and said, like, we'll get to it eventually, but there's a, another part where he, he has a much bigger part of a dance. And you can tell that he's, like, I felt like they were trying to, to, to show it in a way that he wasn't, he was at the center, but wasn't really the focus. Yes. <laughs> yes. Um, and it's for a reason. I think uh, they handled it well. Park and Bark is also, is generally, that's the... That's your big um, slow ballad mm-hmm. solo. It's like park and bark. Just go stand there and sing your song and make people feel things while other shit's yeah. happening. Don't but he even says in that he's like, if you ever see Hamilton, you will notice that <laughs> Hamilton does not dance as much as ever as like the rest of the chorus. <laughs> oh God, no! The chorus dances Who's around, moving him. nonstop uh, around yeah. him, and he's just like, I'm the lead actor. I'm just going to gesture. Yeah. That's it. That's what I do. I win. I win Tonys for gesturing people. <laughs> yes, diva arms. <laughs> I would love to see Lin Manuel Miranda do diva arms. <laughs> do, a, do a little Lena. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lena Lamont with his with a little shoulder and uh, elbow action there. That'd be awesome. I'd also love to hear him do the voice. I can't stand him. That'd be hilarious to me. Oh, I bet he does. I bet he does. Did he look? What I got from his performance was how delighted. Like I could see somebody who loves Disney films mm-hmm. being like, "Holy shit, I'm in a Disney yeah, 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 yeah. film!" Yeah. Oh, he's, he's clearly having a blast the whole yeah. time. Oh God, yeah. Like, and if you got to play with Emily Blunt, who seems like she's just fucking delightful as a person, like, can you imagine how much fun they had on that guy? Oh, set? yeah. 
oh, I'm a little je- like I'm like yes, be jealous of movie stars. I'm just jealous of the fun they must have had. Yeah, for sure. Ah, oh, good times. Time. So anyway, uh, so Topsy, Topsy, it's a great number. They have so the whole building turns upside down, and she can't repair things. Um, I love when they bring out the like fucked up fused together instruments, <laughs> and they're like play a number, and they're like kind of shuffling as they're like pretending to play the <laughs> instruments and stuff. Um, that's really good. And then they realize that for her to work, it, she just has to change her perspective and yeah. look upside down. And uh-huh. so she stands on her head and she's like, now I can fix everything. Um, and it's, it's just a silly number. It's the uncle Albert number. Yeah. It's the love to laugh number. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But it's super great. And Meryl Streep is having a great Meryl Streep time. is just chewing scenery and it's oh, wonderful. So great. Then. Then what comes next? Like is next, the next day he's well, got, so they, she's got the brief. They go from oh. there to drop the briefcase off. That's, That's right. right. They're bringing Michael his briefcase. That's because they've already. Uh, that she Jack very took specifically them. took out of his hand. Oh, yes. Yeah. It was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that. That she like uh, grabs she it and just like pushes him out the door. She engineers like, all of that. Yeah. Um. One thing going way back again, when the bank men come to the house. Julie Walters in that scene. Oh God! Why do you have my broom? Fucking hilarious when she's like hands it and just closes the door. Well, because the daughter's on the phone with a plumber, right. and they think it's a plum. She thinks it's a plumber that's at the door. She says something that makes Julie Walters think, "I've got the plumber. Can you get the door?" Yeah, yeah. And so she goes to the door, and she's like, "Who are you?" And they're like, "We're lawyers." She's like, "I thought you were plumbers." So she hands them the broom and closes, they closes the, door. the door. And then they knock on the door again, and she opens the door. And she goes, "Why do you have my broom?" <laughs> that's so crazy. <laughs> like yeah like i said that whole scene yeah the with chaos the, of it it's just it's perfect farce the way everybody's yes. moving in and out and yeah. coming in and out of the scene and everybody thinks different things are happening and uh yeah i very much that that scene was delightful because also everybody's having a good time in it yeah. like you can see uh and it's beautifully directed rob marshall mm, like he he directed Chicago. Mm-hmm. And I think he did a great job with that. Super great. And so Which I had, we will cover one day. I had not <laughs> We have a lot of Fosse to get to before that. Oh we got, yeah, we're gonna do our Fosse in order. Fosse, Fosse, Fosse. Um and that's late. <laughs> Even though he's not technically involved in that, he is. Um Yeah. But, so in like three years, we'll get to that one. <laughs> but Rob Marshall, and of course, he choreographed it too. Yes. And I love his choreographic sense. It's it's right in my wheelhouse. Yes. So the great big dance number that the, the Learys do, I'm like, yes. Also, it was very newsies. Did we all? There were some flippy boys. As soon as Lynn started singing like up there and like stood up and started walking around, she, Jenny leaned over and she's like, flippy boys. <laughs> It took a little longer than we expected to get there, but there were definitely the flippy boys. And then there were BMX boys too. Yeah, yeah. So that cool. was a little jarring. I like. Yeah, I know it was weird because they're all like, so Lin Manuel Miranda's been riding around on this uh, like 
time appropriate bike. <laughs> yeah, very shitty, almost falling apart. Yeah, bike. and then all of a sudden it's like, oh, here are guys on like street fucking trick BM- bike, BMX well, bikes, like, basically. The first- <laughs> but they're painted black and it's dark, and like just b- believe it, guys. Just yeah, no, it. it was fine. It was just it was just funny because it wasn't. A, it was very unexpected, especially because like the first time one of them comes up like from behind the set, the seat, like the set over it. I like there was a noise that made it sound like a motorcycle. Yes. Yeah, there's yeah, a there's yeah. a noise several times. Yeah, too. Like and every I was time like, they show up, it's like they're it's like, like revving their engines, mopad? but then they're mopad? bicycles. Which the BMX like yeah, that that bothered me. The sound effect was what threw me off yeah. more than anything. Yeah. Like, like, I, I could buy, help I could just, buy like, like a regular bike. Weirdly, sure, yeah, you're gonna do all this on a regular bike, but why would it be more like? Yeah. yeah. Well, we were all talking at once, uh, and so I don't want what Jenny said to get lost in it because it was really funny because she said <laughs> she wants that to be the person riding it making that sound. <laughs> <laughs> it definitely was. Oh, like, that's, I wanna, that's canon. I want to yeah. call out the kids throwing some shade when when Jack says, "Oh, I'll give you a lift," and he puts the the ladder flat and he like what there is no way that is not gonna work the it's bike physics. the tires can't handle that weight it's physics like, it's fine and that's when they ask mary how much she weighs <laughs> but I just, goes, love, oh. yeah, I just love that the the boy the older boy john is like that no there is no way the tires can't handle that much weight and like it and you're not gonna be able to pull that much mary how much i love that whole scene yes. of just the affronted scientist of it. Yes. I also love the last moment where they're like, right before they take off when they're like, is this safe? And she's like, I don't know. (laughs) She's like, I no, of course not. Let's go. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, That was great. That was a moment where the gay boys next to me clapped like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it wasn't, I don't know. It was just like, of course not. Of course it's not. Surely it can't be. There's no way this is safe. We're going to fucking do it anyway. Come on. And she's got this great big smile on her face as she's sort of leaning back, like, look at me, I'm a queen. Yeah. Um, so between Turning Turtle, they, they go to the bank. Um, they the kids re- over here. The kids over here. The Colin Firth is a butthole. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Colin Firth. That's the name of my first album. Colin Firth is a butthole. <laughs> Colin Firth is a butthole. Or is it just Colin Firth's butthole? <laughs> no, Colin Firth is a butthole. I like that better. <laughs> Uh, Colin First Butthole might be the name of somebody's cover band, <laughs> but the, my first album will be Colin Firth is a Butthole. So, so yeah, this essentially maps to the scene at the bank where they do the run on the bank, except this time they just make the bank manager mad. Or the, well, and this, the bank has gotten a very nice cosmetic upgrade. Yeah. <laughs> it's yes. not nearly as boring. And echoing and empty. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and they have, so there's one of the lawyers is really nice. And so they're like, maybe we can convince him and they follow him up and everything. And that's when they learn that he's actually the Wolfman and cause he has the pocket watch. Colin Firth is the Wolfman. Not Colin the Firth nice, is not, not the, the nice guy. guy. Sorry. Yeah. Also uh, stop. Pause. I really liked that there were people of color yeah. in roles that technically it might not be, um, like time appropriate period appropriate, like that there would be a black man in a position of authority at a bank. I don't fucking care. It's a made up movie There's about a, a magical nanny. You can put people of color all over the place, please. Thank there you. There was like another, I don't even know what the other, there was like one of the, the like, one of the, like the milkman on the street. Is that what he was supposed to be? Something. He was a okay. I couldn't figure out. Who. And the secretary too. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. She was great. Penny yeah. farthing. Penny I liked farthing, her. Yeah. 
Um, and I'm, I really appreciate that. Yeah. Guys, I'm watching a movie. I'm pretty sure I know this isn't real. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Also, magical flying nanny. Just put some people of color around. It's fine. Cast. Cast. Like, it would also be nice if we could put them in bigger roles. But I do like that at least there was there was something there. Cause you it would get been, a brown guy as one of the leads of the movie. So. Yeah. <laughs> Hispanic. Puerto Rican, New York guy. Yeah. <laughs> Which is why I'm like, I don't know about the accent. It might even be great, but all I can do is go, you're Puerto Rican. You're, you're Usnavi. <laughs> you're in New York, New York, Puerto Rican heritage, dude. But I think it's better than Dick Van Dyke's accent. I mean, he was. Enjoyment. So, yeah, so they run out of the bank. They get lost. And they get lost in a fog. I did. I did right before it got called out. I'm like, I noticed Mary is walking behind them, and the kids are just walking. And then they get, they're like lost, literally. And it's foggy. She's like, you got lost in the fog. And I'm like, I love this movie. <laughs> I love that this movie is going full on with the metaphors. It's even a little um, like well, rolled dollish. Well, and, and the inter- the interaction between her and the kids and. E- just immediately following that when they're like, well, you were leading the way. She's like, you were in front of me. <laughs> you were the ones walking, like leading the way. Like, but she, she just like, even then leaves very, it open. Yeah. To them. It very is much, very much is just Mary's like, I'm just here. You guys are in charge. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And she kind of, when she they get stuck, she like guides a little, like, yeah. cause the end of that song, they're like, well, where do we go? Because they end up in a dead end with just a, go where the Larry's sit. And she's like, yeah, go she where they sit. Like, hurting them. Like yeah. Not, not even like leading or like instructing. It just, so that's like the first time you read like the, but that's the first time in that whole sequence that she takes the front is yeah. when she's like, you go where they said, and she goes and stands on the lamppost. And Down it's so good. <laughs> boy land. Yes. It goes into I the, like, oh, I was like, I oh, want well, a Disney like, area that's just flippy boy land. And you go there and there's just all these boys flipping and dancing. <laughs> Well, first I was like, are they going to go into sewers? Because this will be yeah. like. Right? But then they part the curtain of vines and they're in a like a park square. Yes. Yeah. I was a little like, why are we in a sewer? I, was <laughs> I thought the same thing. Yeah. But then it was magical. I and was there was a fountain. In that number, I was convinced that's when Dick Van Dyke was going to make his cameo. I, honestly, I was so into the movie, I hadn't even like thought about where's Dick Van Dyke going to come in. I mean, I oh, just, I, they show him in one of the trailers, so I knew he was going to be playing. See, I'm but, so glad yeah. I didn't see the goddamn trailers. <laughs> yeah, same. I just, I, I, they I, show I, where he's dancing on the desk. When oh, they that's first, bullshit. When they mention yeah. him, you know, when they, when they him in passing, I was like, okay, well, clearly he's going to show up somewhere. And I didn't know where because I hadn't seen anything about it. And I was, as soon as they started, like, when they, the callback to the chimney sweep dance, it's like, this would be amazing if he just showed up and did what he ends up doing where he just like, you know, played along. Uh-huh. Um, I'm glad that they saved it and did it the way they did it. I just not knowing anything prior. I was expecting it so, to be then. Like, let's not even wait to the end. Do we all just agree? The lamplighter dance is like, that's the best number in this, in the show. No. Really? No. Cause that's my favorite. I like that one a lot. The choreography yeah. I mean, I would say and the way they're using the lamp posts and then they have the rotating disc on the bottom that spins and then all the fun amazing. stuff they do with I mean, that. Well I, I do like it a lot. It's yeah. not my favorite. We'll get to what my favorite is. I, I'm boggled. <laughs> I uh, bog, boggle, boggle. You I can't like even. the best dancing. There wasn't as much dancing in this one as there was the original. There. Well, I mean, honestly, in the original, there's just there's step in time. There's a little, and there's a super califragilistic. Super califragilistic. 
that's kind of it. Yeah. Right? The yeah. penguins don't do as much. <laughs> you need to talk louder oh, if you're going to talk. The penguins don't do as but the penguins are in the, the dance hall number, and that made yeah. me so happy. Teddy was very happy. She's like, look, it's the one dan- It's the one penguin who's not as good a dancer. <laughs> <laughs> I did hear, I think it was her kind of cheer a little bit when the penguins came out. Um <laughs> Which was which was very cute. Well, it was the two of us together. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I was like, Gee! yeah. <laughs> we were two all the way at the back. Um, so they do that number. Uh, Trip the light, fantastic. Trip the light, fantastic. They come home. He's, he's, angry. he's angry. He yells they at them. Reprise uh, where the. I do like they the kids. Yeah, little, settle it and not marry. Yeah, uh-huh. which goes kind of with the whole change the way things are different between this movie and, and the original one where he goes to yell at Mary and Mary's just like, I never explained myself, which they have a nice callback to that. In this yeah. movie. But, uh, the kids are basically just like, no, we did this. And like, he's like, well, we lost your mom. And they're, I mean, they're repeating all of the things that Mary's told them, which you've already seen them do before when they're in the bank. And he's like, if not today, never, or whatever the fuck their, uh-huh. their thing is. And so they do the same thing here with tomorrow like, or never. Yeah. yeah it, uh, nothing's, Nothing's lost or whatever. I don't remember the exact line that no, he says to uh, to his dad, but his dad's like, oh, you're right. And they're like, oh, Mary. And she's like, no, don't say that I told you that. And uh, they like have this really sweet moment with their dad where they kind of reconcile. That was he another realizes, one similar to where his, like his, his uh, Ben Wishaw's like song at the beginning mm-hmm. or the one with the kids is definitely just like, Heartstrings tugged. Tug, like, tug. That moment was the, that moment hit me harder. I was like, yeah, this this is like a really good beat with him and the children. And I like the fact that like the kids try to bring Mary in, and she's like, no, this is yeah, your this moment. is your moment with your dad. Like, you're you got this. Well, he sits there crying and, and breaking down. I'm like, you could. Go, I'm sitting there thinking, you could go give your dad a give hug. Dad <laughs> your dad needs a damn hug. <laughs> And then they sing, and I'm like, "That's good too." Yeah, yeah, that's that's all right. <laughs> also, you made up for it. also singing to your dad, at least in our household, that's as good as I. <laughs> um, so then it's, I guess they go straight from that to the family like move, being packed up and ready to move out. Uh huh. Um, I was a little bit worried for a moment in the movie when they were going to be like, "No, we can't lose this house." Our material possessions are what really matter. Yeah. And I was like, ooh, we're going to do that? Yeah. But then they're like, no, you give away the house. We have our family. It's fine. Okay. Um, I love, okay, so I love the arrangements, which are they're going to go, uh, uh, Michael and his three children are going to go live with his sister. In her flat. In her flat. <laughs> yeah. Forever. She's We're, like, you can stay as long as you want. He's like, we'll, we'll stay there while we get while we get things figured like, out. We'll you there. can stay there as long as you want. And I wish you'd come too, Ellen. The cook is. This like, was my favorite <laughs> part. Is they're like, they're just gonna. Is she getting paid? <laughs> Who knows? Like domestics in that era, in the original Mary Poppins era, they typically just they they had their own housing up there. They lived on premises, and they got paid, and then they got a day off. Yeah, where which wasn't all that often. And that's why they didn't get paid too much because what are you going to do with your money? You all, you never, you're all you do is live here and work for us, but that's a whole different topic of conversation. Yes. So she would have been getting paid. Yes. 
but it's not brought up. <laughs> was, so I don't know. I mean, you're probably yeah. not really supposed to think about it, but I would like, especially as they were leaving, I was like, have they been paying her while they've been broke this whole time? Well, like, yeah. we have no money. Bye. <laughs> Good luck. Like at what point does she just become part of the family? This yeah. is where she yeah, lives. Yeah, yeah. And her room and her board is just taken care of. Right. And yeah, so they try to invite her and she's going to go stay with her sister. Her sister. Um, and so at the last, of course, at the last second, oh, it's really sweet because as they leave the house, all the people from the neighborhood are out there, and like even the admiral comes down and he I mean, gives him the ship and the still, bottle. You're yeah. still whispering. I know, I'm used to being in the background. She's usually our silent partner. Yeah, but she's not silent. She might as well join us. She was there too. She's there always, though. I know, every time. <laughs> the um, what I've also realized is. We've mentioned her in a couple of episodes where we're like, where we've said something about her being on the podcast in another episode, and that's the episode that we. Oh, yes. <laughs> oh that's right. It was Showboat. <laughs> so she's never technically been on an episode. <laughs> I mean, I yell things out in the background. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> My favorite is when I'm her, editing them. Her laugh them. has been. Yeah. yeah. When I'm Your editing them and it gets me. really quiet, and I just hear this. <laughs> and then we all laugh. And then we just move on, and I'm like, that is an awkward moment. That's, yeah. great, that's great podcasting. Right? Right. That's right, when you guys illustrate dance moves, yeah. basically. Yeah. All, all the, right the, the visual gags we do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Dubs, if you hadn't figured out, whenever we talk about a dance move, we are doing the dance move. Oh, for sure. <laughs> Absolutely. Because usually one of us is trying to do it to try to find words to explain it. And so we do the move so that, like, between the three of us, we can come up with some sort of description like a, of what's happening. A, only like we're twisting some doorknobs that are right side by side yeah. with my elbows, but I got to get my elbows involved because apparently my shoulders are broken. Anyway, um, that's, that's the Lena Lamont. That's the name of it. Uh, so, so the, so the Georgie is like, Oh shit. I left my kite. Yes. He doesn't say shit. I wish but he did. Like, fucking kite. God damn it, I left my shit. God damn it, I left my fucking kite. That's what he says in the yes. Disney movie. And he runs and he gets it. It's and he patched it up. And then his father's like, Oh, look at this kite. Can you believe it? And you pa- oh look at you patched it up with one of my drawings. And he holds it up to light and it's like, and on the other side it says, Certificate of shares. It's like, oh shit, this is what we were looking for. Cause we looked at the where I drew on the backside, but didn't bother to ever fucking turn it over. <laughs> cannot even like this is why i'm in charge of looking for things in my house if somebody drew on the back of our fucking title to our house or something like that you would have the words. The words would be, "God damn it, motherfucker!" Sure see the title of our house thing. It's got a little cartoon. So, yeah, but he's like, so house. I'm just gonna hide this. Just pretend that didn't happen. <laughs> I wrote a song for you, but that didn't really. That just going, going all the way back to the beginning of this movie. I it made me laugh when he's talking about Papa Banks is talking about how like he you know he is a painter, but it doesn't pay. Yes. And then he draws a pic, like a really shitty picture <laughs> of a ten-pound note. It was like, I, like it was like one of the children. Honestly, it. it was like a stick honestly, figure. Honestly, like for a half a second, I thought that was going to end up being the. At first, I thought that was going to be the certificate yeah. of shares. Yeah. Um, until the drawing came up, and then I was like, well, obviously that. Oh, well, that's it. it. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I was like, oh, he gave it to his son, like in the first scene, which would be so. Uh, Colin Firth, who's a butthole, 
an asshole. Um, butthole or asshole? Neither one. There's. What did I say? I said butthole. Well, I feel but like butthole is actually more appropriate. I think butthole um, is a funnier word. I, I agree. Yeah. yeah. So. Uh, so Colin Firth, when he was still pretending to be a nice guy to Michael, the father, was like, I will be waiting here until midnight. The last stroke of midnight. The last stroke yeah. of midnight, just in case you can somehow come up with the money to pay. And so he's there and he's conniving with his two lawyers. Wahaha. And they find the share and they're like, shit, this is it. We got to get it to the bank. How much time do we have? Seven minutes. That's not enough time to get it there. It takes at least 10. Well, if only we could turn back time and the kids get on board and like, nothing's impossible. It's a really good scene. Yeah. yeah. Nothing's impossible. It, like, so let's turn back time. And they're repeating all the shit that Mary said. When it's full uh, circle where like all of the things that she's been slowly like drip feeding them to like figure out on their own, like all comes together at once. So, uh, Michael and James. So when you lie to your children, uh, they eventually <laughs> yeah. Yeah. will internalize that. It's great. Yes. <laughs> that is the moral of this movie it's is called, lie to your kids. You're called indoctrination. That <laughs> just makes me think of dog tooth. Also, there's like, a little bit of Pavlov <laughs> in there as well. FYI. Uh, so th- they take off in the truck and Mary and Jack are like, we're going to turn back time with the kids. And I'm like, what magical shit's going to yeah, happen? Right. No, we're literally just going to watch yeah. Big I Ben. Love, which also, uh, the Admiral has, oh, no. the, oh, yeah. the clock has been five minutes early, he says. He's, but they've played because it now off, he's so old. Like he's, he's senile is essentially the way they play this. Like he's getting a little slow. And so he's always five minutes behind Big Ben setting off the cannon. Um so they rush to the they rush to Big Ben on a bicycle. <laughs> and all the Learys come with. Yes. The Learys being the lamplighter. Yes. And they use their ladders to climb There's up. No way they did that in five in seven minutes, by no, the way. No. Or alive. <laughs> he, he scaled Big Ben. <laughs> well, and let's remember they somehow got to Big Ben in yeah. two. Yeah, they got they got all the way there and onto up the, roof, the roof and all the way up Big Ben in about Which, six minutes. Okay, six also months. the bank's not that much further than Big Ben. Like he looks out the window and Big Ben is right, right there. <laughs> right. So Jack is climbing up Big Ben, and they, they play were on this bicycles, for, and the other ones were in a car or in a truck. <laughs> And the bicycles. They play this for all the acrophobia they can wring out of it, BT Dutch. Yes. Uh, So he's climbing up and he gets all the way to the point where he climbs in and turns down the lamp. Before that, I was really hoping, like the last part before he makes it up there, like when he's at, like, you know, basically walking plank at Mm -hmm. the end of his ladder, I was really hoping he was going to pull another flippy boy and just, like, backflip his way up there. Yeah. Instead of just like having, having another one. But he had him. a flippy boy launch. I mean, he did, but yeah. I just thought he was just going to like pure, also, pure strength of will, just like sitting next flip. to your mom during that. She was like very tense. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, we are both afraid of heights. Yeah. She was like, oh. And then they like put the two ladders like connected to each other out. And she's just like, <laughs> it was very I think funny. I heard her on the other yeah. side. Oh, and, I, and this is where Mary get, has that great line where they're climbing up. And there even comes a point where he slips and the ladder falls. No, the kids are like, oh, I can't watch. And Mary is just like, let's cheese. Like they've never done this before. Yeah. <laughs> and we were talking about it on the drive home. So have they done it before and she's watched? Or is it just that Mary Poppins assumes, why wouldn't you? Yeah. I think it's well, that, that Mary's before. done so much that she just assumes everyone else like, has I like to. that interpretation better, too. Yeah. Like, 
Like you're acting like this is hard. And so, it would, yeah, it would be like yeah, if, she just if I met somebody there. who couldn't ride a bicycle, so Teddy, which is something I've been doing for so long. You don't know how to ride a bicycle. I've never learned how to ride a bicycle. <laughs> so you have met someone. I, so this is exactly the I have the Mary Poppins response now. Of like it's not fucking hard. Um, <laughs> well, that was yeah, that was never the reason. But Teddy, we can get into that separately. Someone used to beat you with a bicycle. They but, nailed it. <laughs> I can't even. <laughs> just pick up, pick up the bike and be. <laughs> but it's like this, but shorter. Like when I think of child Vinny, like it's, beard it's and everything. It's still a beard. It's just the only thing magni- I've ever was And a magnificent <laughs> mane of salt and pepper hair. And so, yes, it's all of this, shorter. but Light shorter. And someone slamming a bike into your face. And then you bleed like Mike running into a tree. That is, yeah, that's Call true. Back. <laughs> Hey, uh, but wait, so Teddy called out on the drive home, which is what I was trying to say, but y'all were being silly that Mary Poppins, she's, she's like, they climbed all the way up there. She watched him do it. She could have flown up there the whole fucking time. She's like, what the hell is with Mary? Like, and then she goes and does it. She could have just done that to the begin with. She's like, why didn't she just do that? I like, because Mary is like, Oh, O'Leary's go do the thing for me. Yeah. <laughs> like, and she's like, no, she's like, I got an army of flippy boys to do my work. Yeah. Why would I go do it? And I said that. And Teddy went, Oh yeah. <laughs> it was so great. I did have that thought though. I had the same thought where I was like, she sat there and watched all of them do this <laughs> stuff that they could have died. Like I'm sure a couple died going up there. Like, <laughs> Somebody fell, right? I mean, that, that's right in line with the Mary Poppins we know from the Yeah, movie. and then all of a sudden she's yeah. like she's like She's a contract killer. Uh, yeah. I guess if you guys aren't gonna get this right, I'll go do it. I was expecting y'all to be successful, but I guess the magical nanny needs to solve the problem again. <laughs> the person who can easily fly out there. <laughs> like no effort at all. Movie. She's been trying to get everyone yeah. to like solve the their own clock. problems. Yeah, she <laughs> was getting, trying to get them to solve the problem themselves. Right. Believe yes. in your own flippy the, boy. The theories, too? It, you are your own flippy boy. That's right. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but they would have died. I didn't figure out what they, what um, Jack was doing inside. I was like, oh, we went inside the clock. Is there going to be like a gear or something that he's going to Yeah, that's what I expected at first, but he just And then there's out. the candles, and I was like, what are those for? <laughs> and it, honestly, it was not. Sometimes, I, like, sometimes I'm a little slow with movies. Y'all. I was like, what are those for? And then he turns the thing, and I was like, uh, I was like, is it a, is it like so much heat and that's what powers it? What's happening? And then it turns the thing and the lights go down and I was like, oh. Also still don't get why they had to turn the lights off. So I nobody would see, see them changing the time. They'd still see it. <laughs> I mean, I feel like he looks, he sees that the lights went out, like he's already on to them that the, yeah. that's what was happening. Like, that- well, and he's like, what the, what the, so they, they push it back five minutes so that uh, Michael and Jane can get there and then he instructs his lawyers to run down there and lock the door dick move so they you it's on a kite so they're trying to fly the kite up to like hey hey look look out the window look you can see the the shares are right there and he's not going to turn around so of course the magical wind blows it open and it goes in they run to the door the nice lawyer lets them in they run up haha look we've got the shares and then it's they kind of cut to well, it's like they putting sh- them together. Yeah, because like the kite is, has been patched up by the pieces oh, of it. Oh, that's right. And so they're slowly like taking it apart to try to re like to puzzle together the 
and the, and the nice lawyer says, as long as they have all the pieces, it's valid. And Colin first throws some shade at him of like, how helpful of you. Yeah. <laughs> but then he's super happy because they're missing that one little piece that has the signature. The yes. Yeah. yeah. Like, oh, and, and then he like reveals his villainous nature. Ha ha. I have your house and you do not. And fuck all y'all. And, and Michael's like, I don't need the house. Everything I need is right here with me right now. Oh my God. I've learned the lesson. And they're about to leave when Deus Ex Machina or Dick Van Dyke Ex Machina. <laughs> yeah. Penis Von Machina. Just <laughs> kicks down the door. Which I was like, maybe that's the door Mary was referring to because Mary said right. she would oh, stay yeah. until the door opened. And so right as I was getting near the end, I'm like, I'm still waiting for the door. Was the door like when Dawes Jr. showed up? So Dick Van Dyke shows up as Dawes Jr., who uh, Colin Firth is his nephew who took over for him because he's getting a little senile. And he shows up like, you're being a dick. Stop it. Give him the house. Also, it's like, well, I've made this bank more profitable. You've done, and I loved this because yeah. it's very much appropriate for our time right now. You've mm-hmm. done it by like, fucking fuck over, over yeah, all of your customers. Yeah, wringing it out of our customers' pockets or whatever. Yeah, yeah, like you've been stealing it from our customers and now they don't fucking trust us. So you've damaged the bank. So get on out of here. Yeah. And also, Dick Van Dyke's real skinny. He always was. <laughs> he always Do you remember was, we commented yeah. on his No, 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 no. but like, like, at, like, if you ever watch like Diagnosis Murder, no. which I watch tons of because my parents are into that kind of shit, um, he filled out, like, he was never like, like a huge guy, but like, he filled out more. And so I was very surprised that he was like, real tiny again. <laughs> yeah, isn't he like in his 90s? He's 93. Yeah. Damn, he can still move. Mm-hmm. I do like the bit. His dance moves were great. He I love so it. he oh, kicks okay. him out. He does a dance. Um, <laughs> like he, he does a dance, and I'm like they, the gay guys next to me. But all three of us were just, oh, he's dancing. They do it basically as a reprise for uh, Triple F Fantastic. Yeah. Then he ends by sitting down in a chair with his feet up on the desk, and I love the bit where he asks one of the kids to he's move his feet, put his please feet help. down. Oh he's, like, he's got like his ankles crossed on it, and he's like, "Can you please can you move your ankles?" <laughs> I can't actually move because like, I'm I can't move my legs. <laughs> and then there's a lovely callback to the first movie because mm. Michael's like, "Great, you've got the shares," and he says, "No, keep the shares." But, but what? Well, remember... I wanted, oh, I thought you were going to say, the, I want to tell a story. And he goes, there was a man with a wooden leg. <laughs> oh, and wait. I died. I thought that was great. <laughs> oh, wait, that's a different story. He's like, no, story. that's the wrong story. <laughs> that, that was good, too. But then he says, you gave your father the tuppets. Mm-hmm. And your father did invest in the bank. And we made smart investments with it. And that is now more than enough to pay off the loan. And, you can, and the way um, Michael plays it is great, too. He's just like, is that really what happened? And he's like, it's a tidy sum. You are set. You don't have to work. Like, and then you see that it, after that, it cuts to them in like spring fair going clothes. And you can tell they now have enough money to have paid off the house with a nice little nest egg. And they've got the shares. He doesn't have to work anymore. He can be an artist again. And they get to, they get to have be a family and enjoy each other again. I'm like, ah, oh, that's a really good way of handling that. That made me yeah. happy. And this, that arrangement of their costumes and that last is one of my favorite, like behind the, uh, cover, bo- cover covers, not the book covers, not the book costumes. 
Uh, that's my favorite set of costumes. I love his. He has that blue wool blazer mm-hmm. um, with like the Yellowish, like, yeah, yeah, and like the brown been. pants. I was oh, just like, so that nice. is such a good look on you, and I would sweat my ass off wearing. Well, it's so funny. <laughs> I pretty much was ready for the movie to just wrap up there, yeah, because I felt like, well, we've tied everything up, and I love that there was one more beat, which is him, which is let's go fly again. <laughs> Let's go fly kite. Yeah. But the very important beat of the father remembering, like you can see he's remembered, but it's him fully embracing it. Mm-hmm. And I was like, where's Angela Lansbury? And then there she is. She's got the balloon. She's so a it's, balloon lady. I was expecting them to just walk back to the house and then be done. But no, we get this one more scene and one more song of here's, <laughs> here's this balloon. There's nowhere to go but up. Mm-hmm. And he takes the balloon and he suddenly – it pulls him into the air and he's floating in the air. He's like, Oh my God, I remember Mary Poppins. It was all real. Yeah. Oh shit. And then everybody gets balloons and they're all floating around and they're all having a great time. And they go back to the house and he's like, I feel joy again. And I thought that door had closed and I'm like, Oh, that's right on the nose. Boom. And and then the wind blows. Blows open the door, and all I could think was, all of those flowers are going to be such a fucking mess inside of that house. Like I was just like, they're all close the door. You're <laughs> you gonna have to sweep all of that shit, shit. out of there. If you got any rugs, they're just gonna get. It's gonna be a mess. But I love it. Blows the kids run in, and immediately Jane, the sister, she's gone, isn't she? Like you can feel that we we finished something. Yeah. Um, I do. I also like where they, um, well, two things I like about that scene. Um, one is Colin Firth going to get his balloon and it just falls to the ground. (laughs) And Angela Lansbury goes, well, nowhere to go but up. Right. Um, and the other thing I really like is when, um, they all float away and it's except, um, Mary Poppins and is Jack the one that's still with her? No, Jack goes out there with, uh, who is she talking to at the end? To Angela. Yeah. Angela Lansbury. She's talking to Angela Lansbury. That's right. And she's like, she's like, it's great that they remember. And she's like, yeah, but don't forget tomorrow. And like, they always do. It's kind of sad, but also like kind of beautiful too, that like, Hey, we get this one day to like do this before we have to go like be grownups again. (laughs) Because I mean, not to harsh anybody's squee, but you've got to, do adult things. Right, right, right. The world does need to run, but the important <laughs> thing is to grab those moments when they do happen. Right, yeah. Mm-hmm. Not to forget about um, it. I loved in that in that last bit the whole you know floating number that the, all <laughs> the main like characters that are floating all have those like very bright, mm-hmm. joyous out like the whole outfit is or ensemble of all of it is like very well put together, but everyone that's left on the ground is all very Mm -hmm. monotone. Uh Except with the lawyers, they're wearing their serious lawyer suits, but one of them is holding up the other. Well, but I mean, but like they're even in the air, like like all the people that are kind one is floating and it's the other mean one is holding on to them. Like even then, I mean like theirs were more, you know, more like solid color, but they stood out more than like everyone on the ground is basically blends right in. It's like, Earth tone, kind yeah. Of stuff. yeah, yeah. I just like, thought it was really neat, like yeah, that, that, yeah, good eye. Just, like juxtaposition of the kind. Of, uh, I, I was so, delighted well, that I mean, Georgie I couldn't tell was you what the colors they were wearing were, but I know that they were different than like the sea of <laughs> gray. <laughs> just muted tones. Yeah. I love that Georgie was sitting on his balloon, like riding it. <laughs> yes, yes. I, I thought know, that was adorable. My first thought of that was 
oh, that's so unsafe. And I was like, all of this is. And then I was like, how the fuck are they going to get down? And then it shows them like gliding down. I was like, yeah, okay, like, good. Easily just uh, land. And the, were you thinking about that while you were sweeping flower yeah. <laughs> And the lamplighters who are who've, like tied balloons to their ladders and their yeah. bikes and they're like floating up on them. I thought that was adorable. Um, so <laughs> they see, uh, basically the last shot is, um, Jack rides his bike bike around and he sees Mary like floating off into the clouds, but it's this really weird shot of her. Um, and it reminded me a lot of in Constantine where he's getting pulled up to heaven <laughs> and he looks back and he gives Satan the finger. And I was like, Oh, if Mary Poppins just flips off Jack right now and she's going off, this would be the best movie I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> it's the exact same shot of when she leaves in the first uh, yeah. movie. It is. I think it's part of it has the I don't lighting know, of the, the lighting, lighting of the sky. Like, yeah. I get what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. Because it looks like almost exactly like like and it's shot kind of over her shoulder the same way. And she way. turns to, like she turns to look yeah. back. Yeah, and I was just like, oh, flip him off. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, I hadn't made that connection. Yeah. Uh, now I'm going to see that all the time. Right. <laughs> oh, somebody, somebody photoshopped that. I was going to say, someone out there that's technologically savvy. You don't even have to be good Photoshop. Honestly, no, just make it shitty, shitty Photoshop the would, be, the better, really. would be like, just like, she turns and smiles and just this hand pops into the frame. Like, oh, it's like MS Paint. Like, <laughs> shitty hand. Or even just like on a screen and somebody just live actions their hand up into it. That'd be hilarious I think we could too. make that happen. I think we could. Especially Vinny's hand. That would make it much better. Oh, God, it would. Harry <laughs> <laughs> with a tattoo. Meaty. Like meaty, meaty. mitt. Well, your big mitt of a hand with all the fur on it. Hi, I'm Mary Poppins. Okay, a little smirk, yeah. Except I'd want to put like a half lace glove on it. Sure. Yes. <laughs> all right. I said what was my favorite number. Mike? Oh, mine is the uh, covers on a book. Okay, yeah. That one is just amazing to me. I love, I think it's funny. I love, obviously, the costumes. It's the first time you really, uh, you really get Jack and mm-hmm. uh, Mary. I mean, you get them in the song about the the place they're going, but like, it's the first time they really get to play together, and oh, they're so great together. I love that one. What about you, Annie? Yeah, I think you're both right. Because, <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, the whole like the whole animated scene, I really liked. I mean, you know, like it's two different numbers, but I like them they kind, go of, right kind of equally. Show. I mean, yeah, I mean, they're, they're, it's one big, you know, it's just two parts of a whole, but I love that they're I, like, I love, like I mentioned earlier, like the, the, the melody and like the, the lyrical rhythm that she has in the carriage, but then the costumes and the, the choreography and like their counterplay in, in the, yeah, that yeah. like, Oh, it's great. Yeah. I just... But then Flippy Boys. Like. I, I'm a sucker for Flippy Boys. <laughs> but also about that book by its cover, I really like the cheekiness of the double entendres, but also the cheekiness of you can't judge a book by the cover, and like in a Disney movie, that's usually because you're nice inside. No, this one's an asshole. Be careful. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because the kid, he yeah. does call it out. He's like... You're right. The cover was not the book. He was mean. Yeah. <laughs> the wolf. Careful, kids. Watch out! Pay attention. Pay, pay I attention. enjoyed that aspect of it. Yeah. yeah. What, was, what was your favorite? Number? That's the book by the cover. That one. Okay. Yeah. Well, actually, 
personal favorite was the song in the attic. That's what really hooked me onto the whole movie. Before that, I was like, this is like... I'm dead inside, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> you yeah. just like joy. I do. Really. Well, before that, it was like, this is going to be, oh, this is a remake, except almost as good, but not quite. Oh, now I'm crying. Okay, <laughs> I'm in. All right, I'm in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was a nice, fresh take on it. I'm... It... Something that works for me, because I don't, I don't want to be like, obviously you're wrong if you don't agree with me. But something that works for me is when you recognize that if you're going to make a movie like this, that you have to give people what they want, or it doesn't matter what you do. Yeah. And so some people would be like, well, it's just a retread. And I'm like, no, it's smart. Well, it's doing everything that you wanted, but it's doing it in a fresh way. I like how they, so yeah, they took was- the line. There was a piece, um, on, I believe, yeah, it was Vanity Fair. Uh, Joanna Robinson wrote it. Um, it came out yesterday, I think. And it's about, uh, she was like, is it really fair to give this movie shit for being a retread? She's like, I've read all of the P.L. Travers books, and they're pretty much the same formula every single time. So, like, you can't really fault it too much because that's exactly what the source material did. <laughs> well, and that's what any serialized adventure yeah. story for yeah. children did. I mean, come on, even Harry Potter, Sorcerer's Stone and Chamber of Secrets are the same book. Yeah. So I until she, stories. until she like, I don't know at what point she like figured out her, her larger vision, Right. but it was definitely somewhere in the middle of Chamber of Secrets because <laughs> Chamber of Secrets is pretty much the exact same book. Yeah, but then you get Prisoner of Azkaban. And it's so good. That's my favorite of the series. So, (laughs) sidebar, um, side note, Chris and Teddy are now reading Order of the Phoenix. That's my second favorite. Chris has never read any of the books. Oh, really? And Teddy is now reading through them for the first time, and she'll read some on her own, but right now she's in a, what she wants is to have it as her bedtime book. Yeah. So Chris reads it to her bed, usually about a chapter a night. So Chris has never read them, and he comes to me and he's like, "By the way, I mean, I mean, I know this, but holy shit, the Order of the Phoenix is so much better than the movie. There's so yeah. there's so much more that happens, and it's so good." And I'm like, uh, "Yeah," and he's like, "Yeah, I mean, I know that." I'm like, "This is why I've been asking you to read them for years because I want to talk to you about." how good they are, but... But that's also why I like uh, Prisoner of Azkaban, the movie, is because I think it's the best adaptation of yeah. the book. Yeah. Also, Alfonso Cuarón did it. Uh, and uh, it's also my favorite of the books. So, like, the fact that yeah. that's the one that they nailed, I'm like, yes. <laughs> yeah. The one that I'm most disappointed in is Goblet of Fire. Goblet of Fire. Because they just had to, They had to just... It's not good. <laughs> they, they had to cut out so much in service to making a 15 minute sequence of him fighting the dragon, especially that I was just Oh, like, and then they add in the thing where like McGonagall teaches them to dance. And yeah. it's just like, I don't give a fuck about any of this. Yeah. It, it's Can just we get not a good more adaptation. More of like Fleur and all of them. That'd be great. Thanks. Yeah. 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 <laughs> but, um, so that's Harry Potter, not Mary Poppins. <laughs> Unfortunately, um, there is not a musical about yeah. Harry Potter. Yes. <laughs> well, because like, I'm sure there will be. <laughs> Like when the Force Awakens came out, and everybody like the people criticized it, and rightly so, of like it's literally the exact same movie as Star Wars. That's why I'm 
And I'm like, this is smart. What are the last three Star Wars movies oh, we yeah. got where they demonstrated they don't know what makes Star Wars good and we're all fans going, these are pieces of shit. Like, you want to kick off a new trilogy? You want to kick off a new series? The first thing you have to do is make me believe you understand what makes this great. So I, I was on board. I'm like, you get it. Oh, you were demonstrating, you know, how to make a Star Wars movie by going, let me guess. You liked this part? I can do that. Yeah. And I'm like, great. I'm, in, I'm on board. I'm on board for what you're about to do because – Let's let's just see what happens, and then I, you know, I fucking love the last shit. I fucking love that movie. Yeah. Anyway, so but side note over there. <laughs> well, y'all were talking about Harry Potter, and I have never read any of the books, and I've only seen one of the movies. Which movie? Uh, which one had two parts? The last, the last one. The last one. I saw one of those. The girl I was dating at the time um, had had seen them all, and that was the one that had come out. And she's like, "Go see it with me." I was like, "I've literally, I literally know nothing about this." Did and you watch I'm, both parts? No. Or, uh, just one just half. One. Just the first one? I guess. Two? I don't even remember which one it was. <laughs> oh, my God. No, but I, I, was like, I, I don't know which is better. If I know what's happening. So just like getting over. I was like, what is going on? And then okay. I'm going to show you some goddamn Harry Potter. That's just that's that's yeah, going to happen. I intend on reading the books. I just never did. And I'm actually okay with watching the movies first because there's something to be said for I get it. Now I go back in and like... Oh, you know there's so much more. You know what's a really good series to do that with, though? And I'm not joking. It's Twilight. Yeah. <laughs> Only start, if you've never seen any of them, go watch Breaking Dawn Part 2. <laughs> uh, it has one of the craziest, most violent sequences I've ever seen, and it's amazing. The and then, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you're just like, oh, what is the rest of this bullshit you had to sit through for three movies before this? Oh, my God. New... Is it New Moon or Eclipse that is just interminably bad? I don't know. The sequence in Breaking Dawn Part 2 starts with somebody ripping Michael Sheen's head off. Or Michael Sheen ripping somebody else's head off. Yes. Yeah, because he's the bad guy in it. He just like... <laughs> and it's a major character, too. He's just like, you're dead now. <laughs> and you're like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, that was... Oh, those, that was like the most joy. Uh, They're so crazy. I sat through all four of those movies and I was like, it was worth it because of how much joy this one sequence you know, brought Anna, me. Anna Kendrick tweeted recently, oh, hey guys, I just remembered I was in Twilight. Yeah, I always forget that she was. <laughs> like she is, because I, I got on a late night tear and I ended up watching the entire series backwards. I started with Breaking Dawn 2 and just watched them backwards. <laughs> night after night over the course of a week. Yeah. And they get better as you go backwards. <laughs> and I mentioned to Cargill, it's so weird. Like, like the first one's not actually like, it's not good, but he's like, Oh, they hated doing those movies by the end. That's why none of them are bothering to act. And I'm like, <laughs> Oh yeah, that's totally all over it. Yeah. You can totally see that. Did we want to finish talking about Mary Poppins returns though? Et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. I mean, I feel like we made it all the way through. <laughs> we got our favorite numbers out. Uh, yeah, I mean, guys, this movie is just super charming. It's delightful. I yeah. plan on watching it always and forever. And now I need the soundtrack. Cause, yes. Okay. Oh. I do, no. too. Because uh, I don't... Honestly, like, Triple Light Fantastic is probably the only song that I, like, really 
stuck with me, like as far as like the melody and stuff. Like I know if I hear hear them again, like even even though I really like like the book is not a, the cover or whatever. Um, I couldn't it's I couldn't hum you the melody to that. Light fantastic. I was humming, and then it turned into spoonful of sugar, and I'm like. Oh, they are very melodically similar. Yeah. Which again, I'm like, good job. Yeah. No, it's still my favorite. Sorry. <laughs> I just remembered the Turning Turtle because that's a that's really, a really good song too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just no. like watching Meryl Streep fuck around in that. It's so good with her wig. She's she's, great. she's having a good time. She's flirting. She's weird flirting with Man Manuel. Oh yeah. Flirting with Jack. Yeah. Jack's already got Jack's already got him a lady though. Jack's, Jack's had his eye on a girl for a while. Yeah. All right, let's uh, wrap this up. So that was Mary Poppins Returns, which yeah. we all give a great big thumbs up to. Oh, yes, definitely. Yeah, it's um, great. Go see it. I looked over. Did I pulled Anomaly and looked at, looked at the crowd at one moment, and everybody's face was just huge <laughs> smiles around me, and I was just like, oh, this I'm not gonna lie. I looked down at you a couple times to see if you were like enjoying it as much as I was, because I was like. This episode is going to be real awkward if like one person doesn't <laughs> like this movie or is like has that like oh it's just a retread of the first. I was like we are gonna fucking fight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Remind me to tell you the story about the Edinburgh um, Fringe Festival show I saw that I hated because that's a funny ass story. Um, but not right now because it's like we've already had five or six sidebars. We're already like an hour and a half in. So. Yeah. Oh Jesus. <laughs> Oh, God, I'm going to have to edit this down. That's way too long. Maybe it's a two-parter. So uh, I've been one of your hosts, Wendy. I'm Vinny. Mike. And we will talk to you later. Bye. Also, did you know that Anna Kendrick was in The NeverEnding Story? What? Wait, what? Watch it again. Atreyu looks exactly like Anna Kendrick. (laughs) (laughs) We hope you enjoyed our film fixation. We'll see you next time on A Real Education. A Real Education the Musical can be found on iTunes, Blueberry, and Google Play. Follow us on Facebook at Real Education Musical, on Twitter at Real Edu Musical, that's R-E-E-L-E-D-U, or check out our website at realeducationmusical.com. New episodes on every Tuesday morning.